Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. Hello, blessed of the Lord. Yes, I call you the blessed of the Lord. Maybe you say, well, John, you don't know my situation. I don't feel so blessed. Well, start seeing it in the spirit. Start seeing it in the word of God. Start seeing that you are a child of God and that you are blessed because you are his child and he will take care of you and he will help you. But today I want to talk to you about that blessing, how you can receive that blessing and what is the secret of receiving the blessing of God. Well, the secret of receiving Receiving God's blessing is to bless others. <laughs> yeah, that's the truth, dear friend. That's the Bible way. If you bless others, you will be blessed. And the more you bless others, the more increase the blessing will have in your life. That's the biblical way, and that's the biblical principle. Sowing, reaping, giving, and you will be rewarded. It will be given back to you. So let us dive into this message today, and I know it will increase your blessing. And if you're not a child of God, then today give your heart to him and you can also start enjoying the benefits of the kingdom of God. Let me just read out of Proverbs chapter 11, verse 25, one sentence there that is the key scripture for this sermon today. It says in Proverbs eleven twenty-five, those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. Oh, let me repeat that. That's an important sentence. That must be your life guide. That must help you to know what to do, what not to do. It says, those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. Will, will, you will be refreshed yourself if you refresh others. Well, that's one sentence but you can take it in so many different avenues and ways and things in life that you can do for someone else and it will come back to you. I must think of that old song, we used to sing it in church, give and it will come back to you. Cast your bread upon the waters and it will come back to you. You will find it in many days. You know, the Bible secret, the great lesson taught here, That is, we must give to be able to get. And to accumulate, we must distribute. To make ourselves happy, we must make others happy. Yes, to become spiritually healthy, we must seek the spiritual good of others. To refresh others means that we ourselves will be refreshed. I just named a few things here. But you know, that's the principle that goes into everything in your life. If you need help, start helping someone else. And when you start helping someone else, somehow the Lord will turn things for the good for you and you will get help in your situation. If you need to receive something, plant a seed, give something to someone else. You know, it's not always What you give, some people say, I have nothing to give. Well, there must be something in your hand. You know, in the Bible, so many times I read that the Lord would ask through his servant, what do you have in your hand? Because immediately we say, I have nothing. I cannot do anything. 
Nothing can come from my end, but you know, many times that's wrong. And we have all these stories in the Bible. What do you think of that little boy that brought his lunch? You know, there was a multitude of people there. And God wanted to feed that multitude of people. And the disciples said, we have nothing. (laughs) What we have is too little. What we have is too small, Lord. We can't feed those people. We cannot help so many people. We don't have enough money to buy bread. And even if we had enough money to buy bread, which bakery would have enough bread that we could feed all these thousands of people here? But the Lord said, what do you have? And there comes that one disciple, Andreas, and he has that little boy who has a little lunch, just a few pieces of bread and a few fishes there but he gives it into the hands of the Lord. And it says the Lord blesses it. And then he starts to break it and they start to distribute it. And as they are handing it out, it's just multiplying, multiplying, multiplying over and over. Everybody eats, everybody is satisfied. They ate as much as they wanted and they were all satisfied, praise God. And then, At the end of the story, there are 12 baskets of bread and fish left over. One basket for each disciple, all out of that little boy's lunch. Oh, my dear friend, don't say, I don't have anything. What do you think of that story in 1 Kings chapter 17, or from verse 7 to 16? You read about that widow of Sarfat. Elijah the prophet comes there and there is a widow and she is making her last bread. She just has a little bit of oil, a little bit of flour and the prophet of the Lord said, what are you gonna do? And she says, I'm gonna make this bread. It'll be my final bread. It's the last. There's nothing else to find here. This is the very last. This is the very last. It's all that I have. All that I have, the very last, and it's barely enough to make one good cake, one good piece of bread for me and my son. We will eat it, our final supper, our final meal, and then we'll just wait until we die. And the prophet says, go and do as you say. I like that. He didn't say, no, that's not going to happen. No, he said, go and do as you say, but... First make a cake for me. First bake a cake for me. Oh, that was a shock there. What, what? Is he asking a part of the last that I have? You know, sometimes as a man of God, it can be difficult to motivate people to give something out of their need, to plant a seed out of their need. And the mind, the natural mind and friends around, they would say, oh, that's a, that's a, that's a bad man of God. That's an evil man. He wants to steal and rob the very last that you have. But you know, that's not the truth. Oh, baby, for some it was the truth, but, but that's not the general line. This is a biblical principle and surely it was not the truth with Elijah. He did not ask that very last to take it from her so he could send her to her grave sooner and that he could be as a parasite living off of her. No, he had come from the Lord to bring life to that woman. 
And the Lord had seen in the heart of that woman that it was a woman of faith. Even Jesus talks about that woman and says that she was a woman of faith. Yes, are you a man, a woman, a son, a daughter of God of faith? Do you believe that he is able to do far above what you can think, ask, or pray of him? Oh, my dear friend, the prophet of the Lord, he said, first give something to me, make something for me. And she did it and obeyed it according to the word of the Lord. And she baked that cake for him. And you know, the miracle started to happen. If she would have said, no, I don't believe in this. It's mine. It's mine. It's the last that I have. It's my son's. It's the last that we have. She would have made it for herself. There would be no miracle of multiplication. And she would have died not many days after that. My friend, because she obeyed the word of the Lord and she gave that very last, she gave it to the Lord. Oh, the Lord brought that miracle of multiplication and suddenly there was still enough there for her next bread. And after baking that bread, there was still enough for another cake. And after that, there was still enough for another one. And there was enough for another one and enough for another one. And there was enough until that whole famine had died out again. Oh, praise God for this miracle. And praise God for this man of God who was able to convince her to give it to the Lord. And I want to be that man of God today in your life. Oh, I'm asking you, look to what you have in your house. Maybe your first reaction, which is a human reaction, is I don't have anything. Oh, John, what are you talking about? I don't have anything. I don't have anything. Look again. Look again and bring what you have to the Lord and sow it as a seed today and believe that you will receive, that he will multiply it. He will multiply it. Hallelujah. Well, it's not only just for bread and it's not just for money and it's not just for this or for that. This principle is a biblical principle and it works. Oh, it works in everything. It works in so much, my dear friend. You know, it works in encouragement. Oh, it works in encouragement. Oh, you need encouragement. You feel maybe sick, you feel lonely, you feel alone and, and you feel like there's nobody there that comes to visit you, that comes to speak a kind word to you, to help you. Well, go visit someone who's sick today. Oh, you must know someone in your family, among your friends, or maybe there's a hospital there, there are old people, an old age home that's next to you or somewhere in your neighborhood. Go and visit a sick or a needy, a lonely person today. And as you visit them and you sit with them and you say, oh, I have come. Don't tell them I'm here because I feel so lonely. I'm here because I'm so broken. I'm here because, don't do that, don't do that. No, anoint your face, anoint your face, anoint your spirit. And go in the name of the Lord and say, I'm here today to bless you. I'm here today because I had to think of you that you must feel lonely. You must need some encouragement. You must need a blessing today. I'm here today. I brought some soup. I brought some coffee. I brought a piece of cake. I'm here just to talk with you for a moment. I'm here to pour some love on you today. I'm here to encourage you today. And then listen to them. Listen to them. Look into their eyes and listen to them. 
Oh, they will tell you their story. Oh, maybe you thought that you were so miserable until you heard their story that they are so much more miserable. And then listen how blessed they feel and how encouraged they are because you are pouring some love upon them. And as they are talking and speaking and telling you how you have blessed them, it will bless your own heart. You will feel encouragement in your own heart. You will feel lifted up and you will feel strengthened today. Yes, it works in this too. Are you lonely? <laughs> Do you feel so depressed? Go and encourage somebody else. But it's also so if you need some education, if you need some, some help, you know, Oh, how can I get help? I need education. I need to learn a job. I need to learn something to do, be able to do something. Go and give yourself as a volunteer somewhere. And as you are helping them, you will find out that you are learning a trade. You will find out that they are teaching you new things. You are learning how to do something. You are learning a new job and you are creating a new job opportunity. You didn't even know it. But as you go out, instead of sitting at home and complaining and saying, when is somebody gonna call me? I'm waiting at the telephone. I'm waiting for someone to come to the door and to offer me a job. Oh, maybe you're sitting there for months already, some for years. Go out, do some volunteer work, start helping somewhere. And as you start helping somewhere, as you start doing, 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 getting active and doing something, you will find out that this principle will work and somehow you will become important somewhere and they will need you and they will ask you, hey, we're so glad you're here. We're so glad you're helping us. Do you have another day? Uh, maybe could you consider coming to work here or maybe you meet someone else who offers you a job because they have seen what you have done at that place. Start investing your life, investing your time into society, into those that are needful and need help and you will find out that it will turn out to be a blessing. Yes, maybe you say, well, I don't know what tender mercies or sympathy or, or compassion I possess. Well, then you need to help the orphans. Then you need to help those that are living on the street. Yes, my dear friend, maybe you feel I'm lacking love. I'm lacking compassion. I don't even know if it's there. There's more in you than you realize or know, but it's not coming to the surface right now. Oh, you want to love people. Maybe you say, oh, John, I've become a child of God. And I know that according to the example of Jesus, I need to love people, but I don't know how to love them. I don't know how to feel that compassion for them. Oh, the same principle will work, my dear friend. Go and help those that are living on the street. Yeah, the drifters and the bums, those the alcoholics that are laying on the side of the road. Lift them up cleanse them, clean them, bring them into a place where they can have a shower or give them some new clothes and feed them, bring them some soup or some sandwiches or something. And as you are helping them and you look into their eyes and you hear their stories, your heart's gonna break. 
Your heart's going to break, my dear friend. And love will start to pour into your heart for these people. And you will feel like you're not doing enough because the love that has been poured into you for these people will overflow. Oh, it will become so much that you say, I need to do something more. I need to do something more. You know, and it activated something in you that you never knew that it was within you. Compassion and love for those that are around you. Oh, my dear friend, this scripture, as you refresh others you yourself will be refreshed it works in so many different ways and it will bless you it will give you insight into deeper truths oh you want to know that truth well that truth is not going to come to you until you start pouring yourself into somebody else's life into somebody else's situation and that will increase your heart, it will enlarge your heart, increase the love in your heart, it will increase blessing upon you because as you are blessing others, you will be blessed too, my friend. Oh, maybe you feel yourself poor, but as you help those that are even poorer, you will start to feel so rich. As you help those that have no love at all, you will feel yourself so loved. As you help those that have no joy themselves, you will feel so much joy in your own life. You will feel yourself rich of joy. As you help those that have no peace, but they are in constant turmoil. Oh, my dear friend, you will feel yourself so rich in peace. You will feel yourself like the millionaire, richer than the millionaire. You will feel yourself the blessed of the Lord. And as you are blessed and you start to share that blessing, pouring love, pouring compassion, pouring peace, pouring joy, giving help with a sandwich, giving help with a cup of soup, with a cup of water to others, I tell you, as you pour that out, God will open something in heaven, a door, a window in heaven, and things will start to come your way. Blessings will start to come your way. Oh, something will be increased in your life. Jesus himself says in Luke chapter 6, verse 38, famous scripture here, give, he says, and it will be given to you a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, and running over. And you know, it will change in your life. Instead of giving to get, oh, you are now, oh, something will change in your life, my dear friend. Instead of giving to get, you want to get to be able to give. That's a different kind of mindset. That's a different kind of attitude. Instead of giving because you want to get something, now you want to get something so you can give something more. Oh, you want to bless somebody more. You want to give something more. And that's why you're asking, Lord, bless me. Bless me more so I can bless others more. And the more you bless others, the more you're going to be blessed. And the more you will be blessed, the more you'll be able to bless others and it will just lift you higher and bring you higher. Lord, I pray for my listeners today. You know in what situation they are. You know those that feel helpless, those that feel lonely, those that feel they need encouragement, they need a touch of love, those that need some financial miracle. Lord, you know exactly what their need is, and you know exactly how to help them. I ask you right now, open the windows of heaven and bless them. Lord, bless them 
that they may be a blessing to others. But Lord, let them not wait for that blessing to come, but let them look in their life. Where do they have an hour? Where do they have something that they can share with somebody else? Lord, where can they pour their life into the life of someone else who is in a greater need than they are? And Lord, they might not even know that that person has a greater need than they have. Maybe they look to that person and feel, oh, they are so much richer than me. They have everything. I don't have nothing. But that person could be in a greater need than they are. They just don't know it. Let their eyes open through the Holy Spirit to see that person that needs help and let them stretch out and help that person. And as they refresh someone else, Lord, you turn around and refresh them. It's your principle. It is what works. It's the law of, in the Bible. You will do it, Lord, because it's your promise. Do it in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 